Ben McCann. Greetings and welcome to Wake the Dead. Today, we are very blessed to have returning guest, Carrie Olahe. Welcome, Hi. Carrie. You were our guest for episode 88 of Wake the Dead, and that was a next level episode. Like, um, I learned things that I didn't think that I would. Um, I didn't expect, uh, and I, you took my heart and really uh i could i felt empathy i felt uh the compassion you know you really got a hold of me with that story and um the other stories that you shared with emma catherine on the imagination podcast are they're uh positively gut-wrenching i uh, can't i mean uh, how you survived is amazing. Yeah. Um, and I, everyone should, if they want to get, if they want to learn more about uh, the specifics of your story, you shared them with Emma on the Imagination podcast, and people can find that on YouTube. And I will link below the two shows that you've already done. And you also have your own show now, which you are just starting on youtube and would you share with the listeners uh the name of that and where they can find that yeah of course and i'll just let people preface it you know like you said the emma show um that's like the first time i've done any sort of like long form testimonial you know other than for like you know therapists and law enforcement and supporters and shit like that so it is um it is intense. It is three and a half hours long, you know, and like, and the second part does have essentially like, essentially like the first like kind of core event, essentially, you know, a little bit longer talked about in addition to some DID stuff. So I kind of consider the two of them combined, you know, to be kind right. of like pretty long form testimonial, you know, it's going to be freaking five hours or something. So just it's to let people it. know, you know, like that. I, well, thank you. Thank you. I like it. It did feel like a huge part of my healing just to feel like, I mean, really like the day before the podcast, I was just like, I mean, if like, if I were to like die today and just like to have gone through all of this and just like it never be told, I was like, that was one of the things I couldn't live with the most, you know, because it would feel like all the suffering was like in vain and not right. just my suffering, but just like you know, the multitudes of other children that I saw that were also, you know, harmed or killed or something, you know, in the pursuit of a psychopath's pleasure that like it, that is what I couldn't really live with. You know, I was like, it, it is what I feel like is part of like my, you know, like part of my mission, I guess, on this earth, you know, or something is, is that, you know, that the things I went through aren't in vain, you know, and that they're going to help prevent it from happening to like more generations of kids you know because at this point like like a lot of people have said i'm pretty young in like the whole survivor world a lot of people are like you know more like 50s like plus because i mean it does take you 
you know, usually until like your late 20s or 30s to recover, start recovering memories. And then when you're dealing with things like that are really intense, like the SRA or, you know, like MK Ultra, you know, mind control style things, the level and number of just like trauma events that you've gone through, you know, it's like you do end up having like, you know, kind of like levels of, you know, of memories that your that your brain allows you to deal with little little by little. Um, but that's also kind of like segueing into into my channel, essentially, that's, um, that's my goal, you know, is that I, you know, I, I see it as like, as a as a two-handed approach, essentially, that I see, I see like a, a sword in one hand and a knife in the other, and I'm like, and the sword to me is like coming onto podcasts like this. This is like how you know how our voices as survivors are going to get the justice that we need against these people that are perpetuating this insane system that's just like built on like death and suffering and everything, like that it's it's really you know survivors coming out about what they went through you know and just the reality of like just snuff and child trafficking and just the prevalence of it and everything like that is really the thing that's gonna like you know that's that's gonna get some justice for these motherfuckers you know and that's then right. also you know and then when i say the knife on the other hand to me it's visualizing you know like and that's my channel, you know, my channel for survivors specifically, like, it's always welcoming to allies to help understand like what we go through. But my intention is more for it to be for other survivors to help like, you know, with that knife to like cut the fucking cord to our abusers, you know, like, and there's a if you've gone through what I have, it feels like there's a lot of them in you. And it's like very systemic, you know, having to do that. But that's what I see is like, you know, is fucking freeing the slaves, you know what I mean? Cutting those by those, those, you know, those um, things that bind us, you know, and because it's, it's so fucked up that like, that we can be free from the handlers and free from the torture and free from the situations, you know, sometimes for years, but still it's like, because, because, you know, the survivors never dealt with all of that shit, you know, and being able to process it internally, you know, you just self-sabotage and hold yourself back. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really like sad to see like the degree to which like, you know, they very intentionally create a prison within our own minds, essentially like for us, you know, and that is very, you know, it's, you know, it's like a fucking maze trying to get out of it, <laughs> right. you know, but once you see, once you see the way, you know, and, and that's why I feel like there's, there's a, more and more resources for other survivors you know like there's and there's a like some of the classics you know fritz springmeyer and you know kathy o'brien's story and her like you know um time to heal book you know is like really really super beneficial um uh i was gonna say there's thanks for the memories bryce taylor she did there's, uh, there's so yeah there's so there's a lot you know mm -hmm. of of stuff out there you know but I do also feel like, you know, the more of it that's out there, the better, especially right. when you're dealing with survivors that have been healing, because I, in my healing journey, have really gotten different things from multiple survivors, like to really truly understand both like what I went through and then also to understand, well, to be validated a lot of times too, to be like, whoa, like this person, like, like. Like, this is my exact same experience, you know, um, right. but then also the fact that like, you know, it's everyone has their own um, 
techniques that they have to come to that work for them when it comes to healing. And there's a lot of them, you know, from traditional therapy things, you know, to, you know, to, it just really runs, runs the gamut. And that's like why, in my experience, if you're DID and you're dealing with like all these different parts and everything, I think it's like the most helpful and beneficial in therapy or, you know, in your healing process to essentially like look at all avenues essentially because you're like the different parts have such different worldviews and beliefs about themselves and different stuff that usually is kind of like trying to explain the same thing to one person with like one or to multiple people with one metaphor, you know, like you kind of sometimes have to like say things in different ways or do things in different ways to be able to get different personality types, different ways of learning, you know, like different people to understand it. And that's kind of been my, (laughs) that's been my experience just through healing is that it's been having to get, uh, you know, learn how to communicate uh, the same concepts with all the different parts, essentially. And that's something that I try and bring to my channel, basically, is that I know I'm going to be dealing not just with multiple people, but also people that are multiples. <laughs> right. So because of that, you know, it's trying to it's trying to give, you know, some just like some little like concrete um steps you know little exercises you know i've even thought maybe of doing a workbook someday or something because i think really like small a lot of times exercises geared towards kids and stuff like that is actually sometimes the most beneficial stuff you know when it comes comes to this thing so because um, you have kids inside right because this the younger versions of you are locked up in your mind we we talked earlier on the other episode about how one of one of the ways that you connected with a part of you was to allow it to watercolor because it doesn't have uh, reading and writing skills at that point yet. And um, that way you were able to communicate with that aspect uh, and you were able to get a story without having it to spell it out in words. And that's, that's very interesting. Plus it uses the, the artistic part of the brain instead of the, the left side of the brain it's um that's very well rounded and it's a very good approach and um i'm sure that the the listeners uh will find great value in that um and you didn't actually say the name of the oh. youtube that your youtube is uh desert Sorry. it's desert Dakini. yeah okay. <laughs> so desert d-e-s-e-r-t-d-a-k-i-n-i yes okay great that's yeah. great because I want people to find that and be able to have that in their resources. Um, Thank you. That's cool. I only have two videos right now. Like the number of ones I have planned is like, you know, you know, who even knows how many. It unfolds but- <laughs> exponentially, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, the right. next one I am going to be doing is just going to be focused on essentially looking at uh, alter formation, system formation and like specific types of alters because that's something that can both trip out like the normal public but then also can trip out the survivor you know you deal with a lot of feelings of just like i'm just crazy you know <laughs> like as part of the programming but just as part of like dealing with the denial side of things that you always have had as part of the defense mechanisms so when you encounter parts that are like non-human or like or sometimes like older different genders all that shit you know it can be just another thing that's just like well i'm just crazy <laughs> you know? so yeah. 
understanding. How do you make sense of those memories? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, and I would say kind of like you were saying before, you know, like you were saying some of those parts are kids. I would essentially reiterate that all of those parts are kids, you know, that essentially, you know, Sometimes, you know, if you're already dissociative, you will form parts in adulthood, you know, like, but a lot of times it's a big stressor that causes it or big life events and everything. But for the most part, like every part that a survivor is dealing with until they've actually taken the time to like to to integrate it some into the system, you know, to like sharing consciousness of like what that part went through, you know, and like everything. That's when that part starts growing up essentially. So essentially, even if the parts like present as like, you know, monsters, demons, an old man or a fucking crazy fucking, you know, I don't even know. Like it could be, right. it could be anything really. Cause you're dealing with the, the mind of a child. <laughs> like a, re- a tape recorder or a, yeah, yeah. Okay, a rock, so, you know what I mean? Like really what Fritz Springmeier yeah. writes about. No, that's a good segue because, because that, that was one thing that was really trippy for me is that, you know, there were memories, you know, that were really weird that had, that the purpose of them was creating essentially like altars that consider themselves inanimate objects, you know, like for sure. So like physical, like it was like a part that considers themselves like a physical, like wall in the system basically. And for that part that visualizes themselves, it's like they have essentially, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, and this makes no, you know, it makes no logical sense, but that's just how, how weird they present, you know? So for this part, like, and I think a lot of like the weirdness of these things is that the, these memories or the torture involved like VR kind of stuff. So it's like, you're going to be dealing with like being drugged, being in like a, a crazy situation. Like most of like my like really intense programming memories are all in like facilities, you know? So this is like, so basically some military bases, right? Yeah. I mean like the closest. So to me, there was nothing I ever saw that was like military base because everything. So I I had been on base a bunch as a kid and then growing up and stuff. I was assuming because your father and how the cult is connected in that way to the. Yeah. Oh, it's military facilities for sure. But they're like, but they're like not official. You know what I mean? Like they're not, it's not something that people like knows. Just a cement bunker somewhere like. (laughs) Yeah. It's essentially, you know, like, like something that you would, you know, um, for example, like an entryway to like one of them would have been like like a vast like just like area of just like just flatland kind of like a i think because of the like with burning man like where burning man is held like kind of just like an open or what that looks like it was like a big open yeah, yeah kind of open yeah. stuff land like desert you know, like kind of. hills and stuff exactly right. like that that kind of thing very similar to it was like the same kind of location like i can't remember if i went into the um the human hunting event that I was forced to be part of last time or not, but saying it was essentially like the same kind of like location. It's like, just, you know, you just, you, you're a kid, you know, so what you're going to remember is a lot of times is like, you know, right. at least for me is going to be more like landscape scenery type shit. You know what I mean? Right. But that was one thing that was trippy about this one essentially is that it was a very flat area and it was fenced off and everything. And it did look like there might've been like one or two like small like buildings, like off in the distance, but it looked like a completely uninhabited area. But as you drive up to it, like there's like literal, there's like just like a ramp that goes into the, 
into the ground, you know, but you don't really, you don't even see it until you're like, like right up on it because of like, like it's, how flat it is. Right, it's flat, and, but it's also in a slight depression, you know? So it's like, it just, oh, it's like, you just don't, you just don't see it until like, you're like, you're right on it essentially. Like, but it's also got, you know, chain link fence around it anyway. So no one's going to get that close to it, but there's no road or anything. It's just like, you know, it's just dirt and everything. Like it's like a mm -hmm. dirt road basically, but um yeah but some places like that you know and so some place like that would be um would essentially have what i would consider programming rooms you know which is like this kind of kind of stuff that i've gone through where it's essentially very utilitarian um type of stuff like where essentially you're just dealing with um levels of um like a prison like a you know an underground prison cell you know or right. uh or specific system, you know? specific traumas are played out to create specific breaks within yeah. the victim. I would say it's like I would say like a place like this, like the vibe that it had to me was that it was like an old like Cold War like bunker essentially yeah. type of thing, like to where there there were level you you essentially drive in and like you're at like a parking garage level that's just below the surface that the big vehicles get parked at and then from there you are driving around like the hallways that are between like the the rooms and everything in like kind of like small atv type um things actually i think my yeah partner, like a go-kart type of thing. yeah yeah like a small jeep go-kart thing i think my partner the other day said like that that like on stranger things actually had like a very similar looking facility or something yeah, and yeah. i was like and i haven't like i watched like the first season of stranger things but i couldn't really watch much more of it because it felt like i don't know like like teenage torture porn to me you know slash right. like i i really i really get pretty upset you know with the amount that hollywood kind of like glorifies yeah they the romanticize it yeah they create this idea that it's like well it's all worth it if you get to be a superhero you know Crazy. and it's like no like no. like if you ask any of those kids you know like in that situation like would you rather stay here in this cage watching people get tortured and killed or and be a superhero or would you rather be free and go home to your mom like you know what's right. the kid gonna, no kid's gonna be like i'm gonna voluntarily stay here because I, I would love to get just like you know like raped and traumatized you know like for one day i'll, I'll have right here, you know and it's not like they ever turn into a superhero it's like no. like you know Most of like the time they, they want us to fucking self-destruct you know and exactly by the time when we're in our you know adulthood for sure <laughs> and what you do is like all you do is follow orders completely that's not a superhero that's like total no. robot you know what i mean it's like yeah. not a will of your own yeah it turns yeah you can't use it for your own good you know that's what most yeah. of my healing that i try and encourage survivors to heal you know is to to like to have each of those parts that starts out, out as an enemy become an ally and then you become you essentially gain access to those skills in a way that you can apply them towards you know who you really are you know right. like so like so a lot of like you know a lot of like parts that have had like kind of like bad jobs or something like that it's like a lot of times healing is essentially getting them to learn their how to use their skills in something in a beneficial, you know, and healing way and stuff like right. that, you know? So, so, you know, not, you know, it's, it's like sexual parts are just good at performing, you know, so getting them to just be okay, you know, like, like having those parts, like be okay with getting, you know, uh, self-esteem 
through other ways, you know, <laughs> other than right. that, but then still having the confidence to like, you know, to be up in front on the stage, you know, like I've done a lot of live painting, for example, at tattoo conventions or different stuff. And people are like, Oh my God, I could never do that. You know? And, you know, or even this, like a podcast right. or something. And, but it's really because, you know, and before I had my healing, I would have never been able to do it either, you know, because I really, I didn't have access to that part of myself. I didn't like, so essentially it's like, you know, but then once you start healing that part, that part is like, well, like I want to do my thing too, you know? So then you start, it's like, you start growing as a survivor because you learn like, you know, how to take things that you felt bad about, you know, and put them towards something that makes you feel good, you know? So, right. so like now, you know, being able to help survivors or help people, you know, that are just interested to learn about this stuff, to learn about it, you know, it's, it's something that feels like really healing and really beneficial, you know, and I don't have like any like shitty feelings about it, you know? Good. Well, God bless you. We, we need more people, like you said, speak in this truth because, uh, you know, if you don't it's look happening. at it, it is happening. Exactly. And if you don't look at it, then it's like it'll keep happening. That's what yeah. occultism is to hide it from from sight, you know, um, with and all the manipulations of Hollywood and, you know, stranger things and whatnot. They uh, they show you a little bit of something and then they obfuscate and they hide the really important stuff. Yeah. You know, so this is like what, what we get to hear the real thing from you. And that's why we're so glad. Like, I haven't been able to sit and watch Stranger Things either. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's nice. It's well done. It's good photography, whatever, you know. Um, but yeah. still. There's a lot um, of things out there like that, though, that don't have the same fucking propaganda in them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like I try to stay watching real artists. But I mean, but in any case, like. Yeah, so... It happens to us all. You know, we're all going to fucking dip into the fucking cesspool every now and again. To oh, just, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's talk about cesspool i did one movie white noise i talked about it on my show and if you've never seen that movie it is total evil it is mind control all the way but you watch my show and listen. Nowadays, you know? <laughs> yeah but i mean like it's because they have netflix they can see who's watching how long they watch you know, if if they click on other things so they can track yeah. every click and they can learn so much more about it. And like how who's watching and when very That's much the main more. reason I haven't gone for anonymity, you know, is like, I mean, realistically with algorithms and A.I. and blah, 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 <laughs> right. you know, the like 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 the fucking satanists are the ones in the know <laughs> you know what i mean like like they're always yeah. the ones and the, they're always the ones in the know you they know? created the system like yeah exactly yeah. you know so so to me it was just like i mean they they know they know who i am you know like right. i haven't had to deal with like like much targeting lucky luckily but i think i've dealt with like a lot of like um keeping tabs on essentially and stuff like that um but uh um, you know, well, that's, you that's kind of what I, I was like, I, if I'm telling my story, it was like, I would like, you know, like my face, who I am as a professional, you know, like who people know me has, have known me as a person, you know, for, you know, for decades, all this stuff, like to add that to my story. Cause I think that's a part of what's like powerful is because yes. most people know me as just, you know, like, like the total hippie, you know, like fucking vegetarian, you know, organic eating, you know, spiritual fucking, you know what I mean? Like that it's, it's, you know, that having this, having 
being that and having gone through this and also having like been forced to do some really horrible things like as a child as as part of all of this you know I think really is eye-opening to people you know to to know that like um well, one, I hope it too, it just like inspires survivors to just know that yes. like you know, that we can we can create a life, you know, that we are excited about, you know, and we can keep like pushing towards that. And it's a shit ton of work and I'm always exhausted, but it's like so worth it, you know, like I love being yeah. an entrepreneur and being like self-employed. I can't like I, I would never give it up, you know. Good um, for you. I wish I could yeah. do that. It's, it's a hard road, you know, like for yeah. sure. Like it's like. But I mean, working as a slave for like wages is a hard road. Too, yeah yeah for yeah. sure it's like it's a give or, give or take you know kind of thing mm -hmm. but but that's 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 a lot of it you know is we just i just want people to know you know that like for people that have that are survivors that you can fucking focus you know you can heal and then also do other cool right. shit you know, and then make you fulfilled but then for people that aren't survivors just to know that like you know like you're there's a shit ton of survivors around you and you have no idea you know because a lot of times like you know you you're dealing with people who are DID a lot of times are very high functioning, you know, like that's kind of like the point of having the different parts, you know, is that you're able to be, you know, fly under the radar, like, and everything. And a lot of times like be because of your programming, you know, very intentionally, very high achieving and stuff like that. And in, in part, you know, and this is part of like why, I really hated my success up until like when I started healing, essentially, I was like booked out a year, you know, and just like all this stuff. And I just, I just hated it, you know, stressful, but it, right? it was stressful, you know, but it was also because it was like, it was essentially realizing that like, I, I feel like I had never been able to choose to be like good at something. I had always felt like obligated <laughs> to be all good, right. to be good at something, you know, because it, it had to impress the masters, like, yeah, right. it had always been ingrained in me from a really young age to essentially avoid abuse by, you know, doing whatever like my dad or like my handlers wanted, uh, like above and beyond, you know, because right. you get taught to essentially like, you know, you can you can do exactly what they're asking, you know, too. But sometimes you're going to you're going to take the initiative, you know, because essentially like in your mind as a kid, you're it's like survival mode and you're like heading off abuse by like anticipating like, you know, like right. what what they're going to be like asking of you or something. Right. So for me, it's like, you know, I'd always called it, you know, like the achievement tap dance, you know, is like it just it just felt like my whole life was just like was just um, you know, very workaholism, you know, just kind of going from one achievement to another, you know, in part just to like run away from the feelings of like no self-esteem, but also in part because it's like, that's what I've been trained to do, you know, as, and also in part to keep me as, I don't know how to describe it. It keeps you as a survivor busy because you're like, you know, you're, you're constantly not being, thinking um, about yeah, so I had a part I had a part that was essentially motivating all of this that was modeled after my dad essentially. At the time I called him slave driver and that's exactly what he was. Is he saw all the system as his slaves and that he was essentially and in your own head, you know, it's like it's you don't it, it's hard to like to pick it apart at for what it is, you know. It's like it's just most people have like that internalized voice of a shitty parent or someone shitty in their life, you know, that they've like, you know, can beat themselves up with a little bit, you know, like when you've gone through like, you know, this kind of stuff and the handlers and everything, 
they intentionally create parts, you know, like of you that believe that there are mirror images of them so that they can always be quote unquote present in the system and everything. So that was my experience, you know, is that even that I always had like a part that was like my dad, like in my head, you know, that was constantly like, like, go, 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 you know, more, more, more and everything. But it keeps you it essentially keeps you like, it was my defense mechanism keeping me from looking at emotions. It's like anytime it was like anytime I would look start looking at emotions or breaking down like emotionally or something like that. It's like that part would find a new goal. <laughs> and right. then it's like it was like, it's like we could the rest of the parts could do like really were unhappy but couldn't do a whole lot to like to, to change course essentially because that was the part that had been created by our programmers to like essentially have like a lock on like who was out in in the system and interacting and everything you know so and and it keeps us under the radar too because people are just seeing the achievement and they're like oh like you know, she's a straight A student and she's such a talented artist and all this like shit. Like, obviously she didn't go through some crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like my little brother went through just not just, you know, but went through physical and like verbal abuse with my dad. I don't think like sexual abuse, but regardless, it's like he was displaying always, you know, the he was the kid that was like not doing things right or something. So he always had the, had the attention, you know, and no one, no one, you know, even my own family, a lot of people just like, wouldn't believe that I had gone through this as a kid. Cause they were like, you know, yeah, you were like really spacey and had a lot of like weird, you know, like, fucking signs like that I can look at as a kid, but really they're, they just like, are like, yeah, but people like that don't haven't gone through this shit. You should like, people that are talking right. to themselves on the side of the road, those are the people, you know, and, and those right. people have also gone through this shit, as I would say, but they're just not dissociative, you know, so they haven't, right. they've gone this psychotic route because you just can't deal with that much trauma 24 seven and not be crazy. You know, that's the dissociation house protective right. mechanism. If I was thinking about like, the intensity of what I went through 24 seven, like I would not be able to function as a human being, you know, so. Right. Yeah. yeah. You said, um, and maybe it was one of your videos that there's three ways mm -hmm. that the mind will split with this trauma. There's dissociative, which is you're lucky if you're that. Yeah. Because that's a protection mechanism. <clears throat> and then there's psychopath and schizophrenic. Yeah. And, that, that's not, I mean, that I'm makes not so a much sense. Professional, but that was how it was explained to me by a couple of therapists and how I've understood it. You know, right, for sure. right. And if you think about it, um, the way that the elites in quotes will say uh, abuse their own kids with SRA to put them in places of power within the system of the satanic order of control in the whole world or whatever. Um, you'd think maybe they got a little bit more to make the push them into psychopathy. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's like a different uh Cause like there's a, are there's you saying, a system. Are you saying they, right. sorry. So are you saying that the elites, because they're intentionally after psychopaths, like that they put their kids through more essentially. Maybe not more, but maybe no, no, like a, no. a different. Okay. I think I think that is accurate, you know, so at least from how I understand it is like if you're dealing with people that are bloodline, which as far as I'm aware, I was not, you know, so if you're dealing with people that are bloodline and that are very like are intended, like you said, for positions of power, whether that's in like the media or 
um, you know, politics or whatever right. it is. Or even know? the, or, the or occult companies. orders. Oh, like, like the, you know, okay, like yeah, the, or the occult orders or, or the companies or the, you know, like this being CEOs of certain, exactly. you know, whatever, whatever it is, then, then yeah, like what you're, what you're looking at is essentially more a hundred percent like the Fritz Springmeier shit essentially, mm -hmm. or like Laura Worley is like another person who's like talked about that a lot where because you're dealing and this is going to be anyone that's like cult related, you know, like, and that's not just people that are hierarchy, but just people that like are, you know, like I've got no of at least two sex cults that are in my County, essentially, you know, that have been outed, like, you know, that one of them had owned the Karchner caverns that I was abused in basically. So like, you know, so like, wow. yeah. <laughs> but in any case, you know, and they work with the Vatican and everything and their little cult town and shit, you know, so yeah so and that's right. that's like fucking 30 minutes away from where i live um right. but uh what was he saying um well the, um so you you were you answered it pretty much oh, that, oh, that they do yeah. it's like they're pushing them intentionally into psychopathy with the abuse with you they were they wanted a follower an order follower but the psychopath they Right. I think they their goal was to have a psychopath with me as well. Oh, really? I, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think I think that was t definitely because your trauma was whoa. That course, yeah, story, no, no, that like was, I cried at me. work listening that was, to that. Like, uh. yeah, no, it's, it's horrible. Like, and I right. and one day, one day, I was talking. I was actually thinking about it last week. You know, I'll I'll do a video that's like going to be a little bit more raw. That's like this is what I look what it looks like during a flashback. You know, because that's the thing. Like, it, I think sometimes there's it's difficult for people especially when I'm dealing with, you know, the initial Emma interviews and I had like, you know, the, um, the front part that was created by like the cult, you know, like out, you know, that it's essentially like the amount of defense mechanisms that are there preventing me from talking <laughs> and everything. Right. And, I go, I go and you're nervous. And, exactly. Right. You know, it's like, and, and really like, like, like that part was trained to laugh when she was, essentially like saying something that she that like she shouldn't essentially or like right. so so it, it it's something that I've had difficulty with in therapy and I like knew I was going to have difficulty with when I was first starting to talk to you know because mm -hmm. essentially you know it's like until the system feels like you know that you can be more genuine and upfront it's like you're going to have you know like a lot of people you know you have your your public persona and you're, you know, you're not public persona for right. like a DID or it's like, it's like that, but essentially it's like the normal part of yourself feels like it's on a roller coaster and has no ability to affect, like, you know? So, right. so really it did take me on that first interview going to the, like having a bathroom break, you know, and having some time with myself to be like, you know, like we're in a safe place. This is good, you know, and then to come back, you know, and be, be a lot more calm, you know, um, I when can we relate. were talking about it for sure. I, yeah. And yeah. You, so, that episode was really good. We, I, like, I was able to listen very, like you explained yourself very well and you made the information available. Uh, it was, you did a very good job, even though you think that you were nervous or what. And um, I think you, you still got the words out and it was important. I was just trying to be, you know, I was just trying to be real, I guess, you know what right. I mean? And not be my, just not stress my perfectionist self, you know, about how, mm -hmm. how things came out. Um, but, but yeah, I, I mean, when it comes down to it, like, um, 
Sorry. Oh my God. Well, you're good. Well, I, I, let me, let me jump in. Uh, I oh, can relate. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, right. Please. Go let ahead. me finish that. So I'll, I'll just finish Please that. Do. Please do. Please yeah. do. So, so when, so for sure, I'll come back to like my training. I think that would be a great, a great thing to kind of segue into, like, if we wanted to talk more about like, like the specifics of like the rituals or different stuff, you know, at any yeah. for sure. Um, so, because yeah, every ritual, it's like a trafficking event. Like people, people are there because it's a religious event for them. People are there because a lot of times it's being filmed and they're going to be making money off of it. And right. then and other people know, are being blackmailed to be put into the pieces, places of power. So they have to go yeah, through this yeah, initiation, yeah, sure. like whatever. Yeah. 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 So, so essentially like you, but most of the people at the ritual are kind of like bloodline, like I was talking about, you right. know, a part the of people them, performers, know? the ones that are uh, doing the reading, the words yeah. or like saying the stuff or whatever. In the first ritual that I was part of when I was four, like the, the baby that was sacrificed was part of the family essentially that, wow. that lived on the property. So, um, right. so yeah, so I essentially, um, when it comes to like how I understand it is that when it comes to the elite, because everyone's in the know, you know, that that the trauma starts preconception, you know, so, yeah. you know, whether people want to believe it or not, you know, they do a lot of ritualistic type stuff, you know, to at least in their heads, convince themselves that the, the baby is being conceived and welcoming in a soul that is going to be like them, you know, a psychopath, basically, you know, a, a type of thing. So, so they're going to be doing that. And then the whole, once the conception has happened, you know, and the mother is pregnant, a lot of times they're going to be traumatizing the fetus, like the whole, like yes. the, the whole time essentially. And then like the baby, once it's born is going to go through is it's it, as systematized as like what I went through was, was because my mom was not part of the cult, you know, and was very loving and everything, you know, is very loving that, you know, she, um, I don't know. She, it's like, she, I think she helped provide that protective mechanism for me, you know, but there's a lot of people in cult, you know, where both of your parents are going to be abusers and stuff. So it's like, it's kind of like, a, like really a no win situation from, from conception really right. for, for them, you know, so, and, and there is a genetic component, you know, just like there's a genetic component to dissociation. That's why they target people like me, you know, my dad was a psychopath, is a psychopath, you know, a sociopath, if we want to mince terms, you know, he's a sociopath. Right. And, you know, so was his dad. Um, and then my mom essentially has some like crazy shit on like her back, her side too, but she's also dissociative, as well as blonde hair and blue eyed, which like is another like indicator yeah. for gentlemen prefer blondes, right? Yeah. No, no. So well, that, so that movie I, was like the Marilyn Monroe. But go ahead, please. Yeah, but but okay. So there's a different reason though too. So this is like this is something I've like I haven't fully researched myself. But I is it like, because of the psychic abilities that. of a blonde can do the, no, the... Disso well dissociative abilities basically. Really? So like from from yeah. So from what I had what I had understood, you know, and and the psychic abilities I think just comes from the trauma and dissociation. I don't okay. think that really matters is like what race you are you know okay. like but i really think it's i you know just from my understanding you know like i said i'm not a fucking mm -hmm. expert on this shit this is just sure my understanding from the shit i went through you know mm -hmm. so essentially like that 
and this is like something that that I had heard, you know, and read. I can't remember where. It drives me nuts when that's the case. But in any case, that you know, part of why um, the Nazis were so intent on on breeding blonde hair, blue eyed people for super soldiers basically was because when they had been studying the like Nazis were the first people to like kind of like officially like systematize, like study right. um, intergenerational cult families basically. And what they noticed was that it was a genetic component. And because the blonde and the blue eyed are like recessive type things, essentially they noticed a, um, a correlation between like the likelihood someone was going to be dissociative in addition to that almost like it was almost wow. implying like inbreeding basically you know in in the family line that was going to lead to to essentially the traits that they wanted so because that that to me always blew my mind i was like dude fucking hitler was like this like fucking brown dude you know what right. i mean it was like I was like, is this, why is he so obsessed with blonde hair, blue eyed people? But when you understand that it's like, it's like what all slaves, you know, or people that have been through this have gone through is essentially they're, they're obsessed with breeding, basically. And, right. and for them, you know, it's, I think a lot of it was that, you know, because, you know, a super soldier, like you want the association to be the number one characteristic because you don't want to train people to have all these skills and then have them have free will to use them again. <laughs> possibly you know so right. that's why they focus their you know the training there so essentially i i i even wonder if you know my if my uh, dad you know was tasked with finding you know someone like my mom essentially you know blonde hair blue eyed with like a past of of uh of sexual abuse you know that she had shared with him you know and she herself was right. or has some issues with the dissociation and everything right. like that so, um, that makes a lot of sense. And if you look at animals, uh, there's I know of <clears throat> people that were breeding foxes in like a uh, controlled environment. They were trying to make a more um, a, a less aggressive fox mm -hmm. so that they could make the pelts and they wouldn't fight in the cage or whatever yeah. uh, so they could harvest their skin and fur or whatever yeah. and um so the more that so what they did was and they this goes into like how they created a dog out of a wolf and i hope it's not trigger and talking about this <laughs> those words but anyway <laughs> um i don't think triggers are something we can avoid in this conversation <laughs> okay. yeah i guess you're right so but these foxes so they were what they did was like when they were uh they would they would only breed the ones that had a very low fight or flight uh, response yeah. and so uh over the generations of the breeding of these foxes they became black and white mm -hmm. they lost the other colors weird. of their fur and they started barking like dogs weird <laughs> yeah so these things are related you yeah, know like the, the genetic the, components that are right. like yeah and the that's what I, how I it's like a physical it's like a physical tell that they can see that's like, okay, maybe this person, right. like just from, you know, just without knowing anything about their past, maybe this person is going to be a better candidate, you know, for, right. for anything, you know. Right. Um, that makes sure. total sense. And that's, and they, uh, you know, 
they basically worshipped Henry Ford. You know, like if you look at the, you know, but they they loved the idea of having an assembly line, and they wanted to get everything in the system like a meat grinder. That's, you know, and that makes sense because if they want, what, yeah, that's what elite. That's so. That's what I think elite, elite. You know, bloodline, occult, Illuminati, whatever right. the fuck call it that's what those children go through essentially is that it's you're going to have little you're going to have variations depending on the specific belief system of the cult you're dealing with but ultimately like like the systemization you know like the assembly line nature of like what they've created for fucking childhood torture to create what they want you know is like is very real you know it was created in nazi germany you know is when they finally with mengele finally systematized you know how everything was going to work you know and they had lots and lots of victims to figure that shit out you know like and, and essentially uh you know paperclip and then now like mk ultra and all like essentially people like me you know are just are are just dealing with like the fallout of that that fucking research you know essentially and psychopaths that want to use it to you know to control people you know so that's right um, so what you just described is a government program so not only was it satanic and cult but it was a government program and that's one of the big things of my show is to show everybody how all this is related you know that's big reason why i'm anarchist because i don't want to follow orders from a satanist and so (laughs) this what so now we can apply all our other knowledge i'm anarchist as well so like yeah i don't believe in rulers like i I tell people i'm like the people that are going to break the laws they don't care about the laws they do it anyway (laughs) they don't it's not the law it's not the law or the thought of like a police officer over there that stops them from doing what they're doing like we're talking about psychopaths here you know the only people that like we're putting laws on the books for is people that are going to follow them anyway (laughs) right and that's another thing when everybody's like oh what if there was if there was no cops or if there was no laws on the books like everybody would be murderers and everybody would be robbing back i'm like come on would you murder and rob? And they're like, That's no. what I say. I'm like, are you telling no. me that if that was gone tomorrow, that you would suddenly start murdering? Right. Like, you know, so that, they just assume, the you know, and the mind well, control, like, it's, you know. it's, the, it's the propaganda, you know, right. you know, like anarchy to most people equals chaos. And there's been, you know, just right. like I, I complain about, you know, how fucked up it is the way they portray trauma programming and like all these Hollywood movies. It's the same with right. anarchy, it's always the purge, it's always, right. you know, it's always you've never seen like a uto- like a version where people are you know and there that's what's crazy to me is like people act like there aren't like plenty of fucking human beings in like civil like fucking groups around the world that don't live under a fucking direct rule of fucking right. you know some sort of like government you know their right. role whatever and they're not you know yeah you are gonna have i like cults finding isolated areas but they also live in city centers you know what i mean so it's right. like it's right yeah. <laughs> I mean, anarchists, like, you know, they're not, they're, like, trying to ha- uh, have individual freedom, and they're not trying to control others. And so, like, it's based on, like, to control another person is based in, like, fear yeah. and domination. Um, so this, like, I, going back to what we were saying, what I was saying about the, the government um, is a, a satanic world controlling system like our government and other governments together and we can see in this current uh 
you know, past, past three years, it's very obvious that there's a war on us, you know, yeah. and um, it seems like the chaos is ramping up, like. Oh, yeah, and it's going to get worse. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that. So, like, on our last show, you described how you were trained to be a hunter-tracker. That's yes. the term that you used. And there basically you started describing this new world order plan for the world and uh and the chaos that would ensue yeah. and i was like oh that sounds just like russ dizdar and his you know black awakening i sent you the book i, I mean i'm sure you haven't read it i, yet, haven't, I haven't started it yet and i've fine. actually had like i think like two more people like mention it to me since you did too so i'm like really right, I need to get to that i'm still working on fritz right now <laughs> oh there's a lot voluminous with fritz it's like i know so, but yeah. it's so helpful that it's hard for yes. me to put it down <laughs> that's great and we fritz is a friend of friends so like maybe oh, someday nice. it would be great tell if him we, i we say thank all. you you know it's it's in insanely to me it's just his work more than anyone else's has been mind-blowing because I, yeah. I came to it after dealing with a, a lot of my recall essentially and had been avoiding it up until then specifically because I was afraid of the triggering and all that kind of stuff but what it says up, in the front pages like this is going to be triggered yeah be yeah careful. for sure so, but I had to pick it up because my partner had been reading it and he was like, everything you're talking about is like fucking in this book, you know? And right. I was like, okay, like I'm going to have, like, I was felt like I was at the point to, to read it. And it's crazy how validating it is. Like, I mean, especially for me, it's like, I've gotten a lot of insight on like the physical structure that they created for my, for my system, you know, it's not physical, internal like, map like, internal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it, but it was like modeled after like when I was a kid looking at and seeing a physical structure basically that they used to essentially like to, as a programming event to essentially like kind of like into for that part to essentially like internalize, like what the internal system looks like, where the different, like um you know rooms are for the different parts right. of the system and everything and that was one thing that was great that was really trippy to me is like as i was working on on and getting all this stuff back you know to just like to like read his stuff and then look at like my diagrams and i was like all right this is like it's got to be true because it's like you know there's so many so many things you know it's not like it's probably like about a 90 percent match you know like there's because mm -hmm. that's the thing like i like i said i wasn't i wasn't bloodline you know like i right. wasn't I was, I was essentially, I think I was essentially picked, you know, because my dad's a sociopath. And I think that was the goal was to create a sociopath out of me. My first, like the beta trainer that I had, um, you know, he had a daughter that was a couple years older than me. And she was also on that same path, basically to where, you know, that they're, they're trying to create like a Gisling Maxwell. They're trying to, they're trying to create someone that's going to be, that's going to, just be just like a male psychopath you know that's going to be able to just you know do right. whatever with no Hillary Clinton, whatever. Yeah. yeah yeah no exactly you know like there's Ugh. tons of women out there that are total fucking psychopaths and it pisses me off right. that it's just because they're psychopaths it's just another thing they'll hide behind you know it's like oh but i'm a i'm a like just think of your mother and i'm look at me i'm a woman too you know and it's <laughs> right. like like fuck off <laughs> yeah yeah but then when you hear the story about kathy o'brien having her genitalia altered so that it looks like a demon because it makes hillary clinton hot when she goes down on it it's like 
whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and then you oh, see no. on YouTube, like Kathy O'Brien, like puts it on camera. We can see the demon face. It's they like used a laser or some acid yeah. to burn it. Whoa, whoa dude. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So for me, I think that that was the goal for me. I think that they, I think that they hope. I can't believe I just said that. I'm sorry. What? Listeners. That's a, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm talking about <laughs> genitalia <laughs> looking like a demon. Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but that's like, go ahead. Like the, these it, women it's are like, up, you know, right. I, I, I hate laughing because it is, it is so ridiculously fucked right. up you know, talking about it's, genital mutilation, you know, yeah. but it is like, I mean, it is, but it is almost comical and how like ridiculously over the top psychopaths are right. in their like fetishes and every, like it's who just thinks like, of that like wow <laughs> like yeah. why like so much work to go into like into totally. something you know what i mean like but um um regardless you know so so when it came to like the the hunter tracker kind of stuff <laughs> right thanks for that um, bringing us back to that because like that yeah. i want to learn more about the plan so, so oh, right. I can, okay. so, and what I'm saying too, is like, I'm going to tell you guys about the plan as it was instructed to me. But like I said, I don't, I don't give too much weight to it. Cause I, to me, I think part of, part of their programming of the slaves to have this NWO stuff is part of the thing they get off on, you know, it's like, it's not, and it's the whole, like you said, the visualization, you're not just using your own energy. Now you have like this army of slaves that are also visualizing this thing, you know, right. kind of coming and wholeheartedly believing it and wanting it because a lot of their parts of them they've they've been you know like they've been created you know to be dissociated from all the abuse and to become abusers themselves like so um so on a certain level you know when it comes to this kind of stuff i'm just like you know it's it it is an agenda you know but I don't like giving the psychopaths too much power. And I like reiterating the fact that the timeline is totally off. Like me and like so many survivors have said this, you know, that we were, you know, that really we're like 20 years or something behind schedule. From like should you know, have started with 9-11, right? That was the beginning of where they really yeah, wanted there's to go just, down. There's so but... many things, you know, like that seems like, you know, it was, was the intention, you know, for sure, you know, and it just, it's, the thing is, it's, you know, Lucifer's plan is always getting foiled, you know. Well, so It takes we, our consent. Like the, all of us have yeah. to consent with the evil and we're and not ultimately they evil can't, enough yeah, they, they think that we're, they keep testing us, hoping that we're evil enough, you know, but ultimately mm. like it's not it's not the case you know like and right. still have have the pushback you know what i mean yeah. like and they've been trying to program everyone for the past decade hard to be villains and fucking jokers and all totally. that you know like fucking right. to be child prostitutes and fucking only fans and you know yada right. yada they've done everything to try and yeah. get and now they got now they got TikTok. It still hasn't, yeah, but it still hasn't yeah. worked. That's, why, that's like the point is like you can also go on those same platforms and see incredibly beautiful healing things. You sure, know, it's right, like, right. and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, so it's it their timeline is constantly getting fucked up because of it. But the thing is, is like that I want to reiterate with people is we are dealing with psychopaths here, and if if a fucking psychopath is going down, they're like, they're going to do anything they can to take the fucking world down with them, you know, at the same time, right. you know? So, and, and which is why most of the time if they do get caught, they kill themselves, you know, sometimes it's, they get suicided, you know, but a lot of times just, you know, run the mill pedophile psychopaths, they kill themselves because to them, it's like, it's the last 
you know, thing of control, you know, and they don't want to live through like wow. the humiliation and all that kind of stuff. So wow. it's kind of like, you can't fire me. I quit. You know, <laughs> just like Hunter Thompson. Yeah. 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 I think I'm that he was filming, her, he was filming you know? snuff films. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and now, and then like he got so yeah, old he and banged. From in like, uh, you know, right. shit, you know, right. Like, right. and that that's one thing that I think is like the way I view that specifically is that I think it's like, I don't know how to describe it. Like when it comes to the rituals, it's like the way they, they act. It's like, you know, for psychopaths that this like adrenalized blood is like a fucking drug, but you know, realistically, like you're not going to have a fucking ritual like every other night or anything like that, you know? So like, I, I think that from my interpretation, you know, ideally they would like to get, you know, it's straight from the source, but that essentially adrenochrome, because they're still addicts of this shit and they're never going to tell themselves no if they want something, you know, that the adrenochrome is essentially become like, you know, the, like the, you know, refined portable version of it, you know, to where they can get it whenever they want, you know, as opposed to just being at the rituals, like it had been, you know, right. or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I still think that's their preferred, you know, because the thing is that's, that's, it's not, you know, I would compare it to like an alcoholic, you know, like there's some people that, you know, just go home and sit and drink, but there's a lot of people that, you know, they like, they look forward to, you know, all the shit, you know, going out and doing all that kind of stuff, you know, because it's like, it's, it's a whole experience, you know, that, and they enjoy all of that. And that's what I'm saying for a lot of people, it's either going to be the religious dogma or it's going to be this kind of thing. They're just psychopaths and it's just an event where they're going to be able to witness some snuff and, you know, get some of that, fucking shit that they really like and it's like yeah. it's like dinner and a show for them you know what i mean like that's yeah. like the uh yeah like the that's the level you know. of evil right right yeah yeah and that's and realistically like i you know i've i haven't seen you know kids in cages being harvested or anything like that i don't have memory of that but having been in like a like a bunker type facility, you know, it's like I mean they're massive. Like the likelihood that that could be the case, you know, like is is ridiculously right. high, you know. Um, so and that was kind of and there's saying. like and like Al Gore gets like uh, he's gets off a plane and he's got his carry on with like four liters of blood in it. Like why? You know, what's that all about? And, you know, and like Joe Biden talks to the reporters and he says, some people think Democrats drink baby blood. I'm like, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> well, but the Republicans do too. And yeah, all of them. Does, right, and right, your right, local right, priest right. does. And fuck, you yes. know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not fucking, it, it, it doesn't isolate itself to any sector of right. society. You right. know, like, you know, you'll Jay have- Parker. Uh, Jay Parker says, I mean, his mom was bloodline and she was saying back in the 60s that it was 10 percent of America mm-hmm. was like bloodline cult, like yeah. doing the workings, you know. Um, so they that so they're a little high to me, but I mean, mm-hmm. I, I would but I would believe, you know, because that 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 to me sounds like, you know, maybe something maybe like, they wish it was 10 or like they that's, they, that's kind of ego. like the covid jab numbers where they're like oh like it's, <laughs> yeah. everyone's gotten it and then you actually right. look at it and it's like no like why are you having to bribe people then you know right. like, yeah i don't need a donut it, or whatever right yeah, yeah. Right. pizza fucking yeah. lottery ticket oh there's know? fries like, with this as well oh <laughs> yeah, exactly it's like yeah like, like yeah it was such mind so control bad. it was like um, so okay yeah. 
All right. So, so like, this is great um, talking to you. I love this. So, yeah, okay, we're, we're, um, so, so like, we're this, these people, it's like an organized thing. They do have an ego and their plan is a little bit uh, over the top. Right? Well, it's the archetype that we see in every movie of like that Dr. Evil, you know, that's like <laughs> an arch- archetype for a reason, you know, right. that fucking like that fucking 007 like, bad guy, bad guy that's like mm-hmm. sitting behind his desk, like, like, I'll control everyone one day, you know, but it's like, but it's, it's all of them because that's the thing, like the, that, the main thing a psychopath or a sociopath is after is power and control you know that's the thing they get off on the most it's the thing you know that it's their main motivation in life you know so to think you know that that generations of psychopaths you know especially when you're dealing with people that are that are very wealthy and have stayed in very wealthy positions you know and and for us you know we don't understand as like being like not ridiculously rich you know the level of patience that they can have too with like enacting their things because they're still sitting pretty they're not like you know it's not like they're like oh we gotta hurry up and finish this because we're like running out of money (laughs) right you know like no like they're like they they think in like generations of of their like that's why they have to abuse the the kid in order to continue the plan because it can't happen in one lifetime they have to make it go like, I mean, look at the Rothschild family, you know, like how they like systematically put themselves in the banks of all the five countries and like organized it like and they were like working for the Vatican. Like it, it it's takes a long time, time to too, get. You know? What's that? You don't know. It's probably why they have so many kids, too. Like a lot of right. elite families have a lot of kids, you know. Yeah. Um, My dad was like one of eight, you know, but it's, wow. it's very. So, like, I think they said, like it's it's like one in ten or something like that that yeah. are going to be disposed to the psychopathy so they don't know they need one of their bloodline to fucking carry shit on but they don't know who it's going to be until right. they really realistically till they've put them through all this shit you know what i mean and see what you get on the other right. side of it that's why i was saying with me i think the intention was that i was going to be like my dad you know and and get to get to the point you know where i was willingly doing the things that I was being programmed and forced to do basically like and and shutting off that empathy and everything but I mean it but it never happened you know it's like I've always had like a very like I don't know how to describe it it's like even in my like like healing you know having like you know moments of recollection of you know and this is where it's gonna get a little woo woo you know moments of recollection of like um you know when in a dissociative state it's like the my main part of my soul was like fucking like in the the ether or whatever you know fucking like you know just like light realm or something and i was meeting with like essentially like my higher power you know like so it depends on what part whether that presents as like jesus or who that presents as you know but regardless you know like it was like going through these essentially like having as part of the memories coming up like times like when the trauma had been particularly bad like i had like a at least one like near-death experience and stuff like where it's like almost like you know i don't know how to describe it it's like that part of you like connects with like creator and like kind of realizes what i believe that we that like our souls kind of choose our choose our path essentially a little bit Um, and that like, at least for me, it's like, it always felt like I was given the opportunity for, from my like higher power to like check out, you know, and that I, that my, 
that my true self, you know, always held on because what I was told, you know, was that that there was a reason, you know, that I could choose at any time to like give up this burden, you know, but if I wanted to take it, there was something there was some good that I could do in the world with it. You know what I mean? Sorry, this is a stuff that always makes me cry. But <laughs> um I love so it. <laughs> that for me, you know, has been incredibly important in, in my healing process to understand that, you know, that like that. Um, but it's it's also knowing that like, um, I don't know how to describe it. I feel like the opposite happens as well, that essentially that I do kind of feel, you know, because I don't have the logic that, you know, a, a pure soul chooses to incarnate as a psychopath. <laughs> you know like to to do some to to provide the evil in the world you know to, to counterbalance the good i personally don't believe that i do neither. I, right it's I like an accident that, that i believe like we go one of two places when you die you know and if your deeds if your fucking deeds have fucking lowered your vibration enough like you're going to end up in the hell realm you know and not in and not not with your higher power basically because that's right. the trajectory trajectory you've set for yourself essentially and i feel like if you've done that much to get yourself there that a lot of times you know those souls are then in bondage to the demons that they've been serving and are essentially convinced to reincarnate essentially uh, as you know uh, agents of the darkness essentially as opposed to agents of the light right. i do still believe like that all of them at their core like are, are truly connected to 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 higher power and everything like that. But it's like, it, I kind of see it as like, it's like a, a serious level of like delusion. You know what I mean? Like that when they've really, you know, believed the darkness and with their actions, like pursued that same stuff, you know what I mean? But I do believe that that's why I believe in the Buddhist stuff, like that karma is really long, you know? And that like, even the fucking craziest shit, you know, that people do in humanity, you know, that we can, you know, choose to correct our course at some point, you know, and yeah. I, and that's my goal. You know, my thought, you know, is like, you know, that's, that's our goal for the whole world, you know, is that, you know, all the abusers would get to the point where they could see, they could acknowledge like what they had, had done, you know, was right. wrong. And on a certain level, like, it might take many lifetimes. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but yeah. uh, like, but that's why we have to come out and fucking control this shit before they do it themselves. Cause they're not going to, <laughs> you know, right. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We're talking about like, if we're looking at that, we're talking like probably a fucking million years or something like that. You know, we're not looking at anytime soon you that's know? True. Like, for sure. You know, like maybe yeah. sooner, like I would hope that like maybe we're in some sort of end times and it's something that's going to come like sooner but if not you know it's just realizing that that's just it's just the reality of things and like we have to choose to continue to be on the side of of good you know basically right. and it really doesn't like as much as you think it benefits you doing the fucking other shit it constantly just leads to fucking death and unhappiness you know so right. and separation from creator like yeah. Um, yeah yeah i i think that's a lot of their shit is just that because they're they're so afraid of death, you know, because they know that they don't have creator on the other side of it and right. most likely have a lot of pain or something on the other right. side of it, you know, because they're, like I said, like once you're in the ether, the fucking demons like have no, like no, no fucking holds barred. You know what I mean? On right. like, um, what, what the fuck's going on, you know? So. I wonder if the demons are souls that have been rejected and can't get back to creator and they have to feed on us. Like I've done a lot of work looking into that and I've spoken to Jerry Marzinski on my show and he speaks to schizophrenics and he learns about the demons that are 
riding them basically and yeah. sucking their energy. And um, he, they describe as like uh, they're they're doing a job, and they have to do what they're told. Yeah. And they're beyond time, so like they have kind of have more knowledge because we're stuck in the time. But they they have parameters that they're allowed to work within, and they can feed on us. But if they go against, if they don't follow orders, then they'll be sent to the pit, whatever that is. Like that's yeah. how it, we have those a pit words. in our system. I think both people, like a lot of people, wow. do. You know, it's like it's like a, you know, yeah. And the demonization that happens with the rape and the SRA trauma. Sometimes they invite the demons with ritual, whether it's real or just convincing the victim that they are have a demon. You know, like. Either uh, way. I think if it's real, it's still convincing. Like it's right. still convincing that person. You know? So right. how how I understand it, the thing that has made the most sense to me is: Have you ever read C.S. Lewis's *The Screwtape Letters*? No, but I will. I would highly recommend it for anyone. It's a total mind fuck, you know. Like, but essentially, it's him writing a dialogue between a new demon, which is essentially like what you're saying. It's a, it's like, it's not actually a demon. It's essentially like a fucking, like a fucking um, committed soul. You know what I mean? A soul that's, like I said, you know, has done so much bad, you know, that they fucking their trajectory once they passed, you know, was fucking straight, straight into, straight into hell, essentially. Mm. You know? And that, so, and, if you know anything about like the hierarchies that people have talked about in hell is that you're going to have different rankings and stuff like that. Yes. So that's what I understand it is like the foot soldiers are what you're saying are like our souls essentially that are, that are being cut off from the light of the creator. They, they, they can't, they chose to in their lifetime yeah. chose to cut off themselves from the creator. So that right. when they passed, they did not go to creator. They go, they go the opposite way. You know? Right. And, and, but who do, who they report to is what I see as like demons, you know? So yes. you have demons and you have angels, you know, you can't ascribe more power to demons than angels have essentially, you know, that's they're essentially right. kind of like the same thing. So they have power to like influence us on in this realm you know but they don't have power as far as I, i'm aware you know to like fucking physically incarnate you know unless they're using jerry, another person. jerry said that there was like an electron like an electric crackle that went like up the wall and like across the ceiling and like yeah. down into a trash can and it was like well, very spooky but, you're yeah, dealing yeah. with like frequencies and like all this shit. so for for sure yeah. you know but like corporeal like as in like a physical body right. yeah that's what i don't that's what i don't personally see like as a Me reality and, right. and they have I to ride our corpses they have exactly, to ride yeah, yeah to and feel it's kind the of like in our life it's like it's like death in our lifetime basically if you become a, a sociopath because it's like you've gotten to the point where you chose to cut yourself off with your higher power you're still alive though right. but now it's like you're a, you're like almost like you're a doorway a broken you know, husk yeah, like you're the a clay pot of the you're, fucking exactly. Kabbalah. Like once yeah. the once the once the good is gone, it leaves a big old fucking gaping hole that can be filled by like by these things. And essentially right. they're gonna be attracted to you depending on your frequency, you know. So if you're someone that likes, you know, fucking kids and drinking blood, you know, then those are the demons that are gonna be like, yeah. Or if you're someone that's just, you know, likes 
I don't know, like doing alcohol, booze. Yeah, who knows? You know, like those are the the souls, you know, that are going to that or demons essentially that are going to going to like ride you. And it's because they want, you know, they like at that point, like your desire and their desire is the same, you know, right have no empathy you know like you do want the same things that they want you know the destruction and the suffering and all that kind of stuff so that's how that's how i understand it is that you know there's going to be the hierarchy there's going to be the souls there's going to be essentially the demons that like you'll find in like you know the demonology books that are essentially right, uh, the goetia of john d that, like, are, like, that are like, like more eternal type things you know that have mm-hmm. been around since the fall basically you know so the souls right. can kind of come and go and incarnate from how i understand it but then you have the demons that are the the ones that followed lucifer in the beginning essentially so we're just like you know follow just following angels essentially and they're you know they're the different uh, generals and you know the hierarchy of right. like the legions of hell of the souls right. that come that come through there so essentially screw tape is essentially uh like one of those demons he takes the form of giant centipede <laughs> i guess like in the thing and and he's instructing this new soul that's a new demon basically on how to be how to demon, how to uh, torment the person that he's assigned to on earth, basically. That wow. every person on earth is assigned, you know, one of these souls to essentially like whisper in your ear, you know, these different, you know, kind of like, you know, urgings or whatever. And it's up yeah. to us whether or not we take that bait, you know. So, um, but it's, it's, it's insane because you could even just look at it as like, like looking at our own internal dialogue or something like that, you know, if you didn't want to believe the whole, you know, Christian paradigm or whatever. And it still will just give you tons of insight onto how your fucking mind works. So I would highly recommend it for anyone, you know, screw tape letters. And actually, it's a great one for audiobook because it's a, um, uh, conversation so oh. i like you know i kind of like the the audiobook version of it a lot because of that you know so Sweet. um i got yeah. it written down so like <laughs> you were saying earlier about how the moon child type ritual like i don't know if you know yeah. about crowley uh he wrote this book moon child or the butterfly net is two titles and mm-hmm. um they do rituals before the pregnancy happens and while the pregnancy is happening to influence and like and we we talked to Janice Barcelo in my, on my show uh, uh, like maybe two episodes ago, but and she talks about how the birth trauma for like all mothers in hospitals yeah. is on purpose oh, yeah. and the, for babies to, and of course, the more I learned about it, the more I came to that conclusion too. That's why I had I had the home birth, you know, I had a water birth at you know right. my mom's house and everything because I was just like, whoa, this is like That's like great. the amount of like traumatizing things I'd be subjecting myself and my baby to. It's like. <laughs> right right and um so like and that's how they they create uh these these people that are complete psychopaths that that are in these places of power and they're doing the work of like they have a hierarchy too like the 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 demons have this hierarchy uh if you look at the goetia like one of them, like, uh, will it'll be listed if this one has this many legions of under him and they all like work together. And it's kind of the same structure of like the Pope and the Cardinals and, you know, um, <laughs> right. And it, 
for like sure. a really hierarchy is basically an evil thing. It's an evil yeah, structure. I agree. Like, yeah, we're, I, if we go on the anarchy kick, yeah, any hierarchy again, that we're yeah, talking yeah. about is essentially is is modeled after fucking Satan's technology. You know, it's yes. not. There's a reason it's 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 counter to natural law. You know, it doesn't right. it doesn't ultimately because it ends up not being based on merit. You know, <laughs> like right. Obedience to evil, and it's always evil. It's about obedience versus you know merit and stuff. Yeah, right. And it's it's like the opposite of free will. And so, um, so like these these people that are working together that are not doing their free will, like they have this orchestrated system, and we all see it. Like all of us that are like aware and looking around can can i mean especially with the pandemic bullshit like yeah. this the whole world locked down and attacked us yeah. so like this is is this gonna get how how do they plan if they had no obstacles how would that would, go down well and i would argue a tiny bit like that Please. we did we did experience them coming after us to a degree but well i, I mean like the jab is like a, yeah attack on our body like oh in, oh yeah For, oh sorry physical I attack about, like like you know anarchists or like that community. no no no, no. i mean like all of the world yeah, yeah like i was going back to the nwo like these okay got it these like they're like um they, the, these people, they negate their own free will. Yes. They work in obedience to evil. Uh, they're in concert with each other. Well, they and, don't think they're negating their own free will. They just think that. Well, they do the left hand path, right? They're doing, they're going, uh, they, their free will is to go away from their higher self like yes. or the, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so, so I, in their, in their minds they're yeah they're behaving 100 percent selfishly you know it's their it's it's will incarnate right. you know what i mean like right and without, ego like yeah. to the max and like right right, right. yeah it, well it's like will without like you know we, we without have, love right yeah will without love exactly yeah. without compassion you know without right. the empathy you know if you don't right. have empathy then you're gonna like it's it's you're just gonna fucking just fuck up yourself and everyone around you you know right. that's what we're being you know right. so so yeah so i i would argue yeah that's why things are you know continuing to get so crazy is is because um they they 100% have an agenda like a goal you know that they they would like for all you know all of us all, all human beings to essentially be like under their thumb you know like tracked traced in you know like uh, like essentially china for the whole world you know everyone right. knows like what like what everyone's doing you know and everyone has the roles that they're assigned to and you know and there's just you know essentially they want like you said no free no free will essentially that's the thing that can't they can't deal with you know is the fact that like that there's there's I mean, they can't even understand it, too. Like, is that, that the rest of people just behave so counter to the way they think, you know, that the thought of, like, a mother sacrificing herself for her child or something like that is, like, to them is, like, is totally foreign. And I really think that's a big part of why they created the AI was because they realized how bad they were at understanding human will. <laughs> And, and essentially like, and that's like, and that, that's what they've been trying to do is essentially like, because they realize their predictions are always constantly off. So they're just like, that's how a psychopath thinks. They just think wow. I just need to 
gotcha. You know, I just need more data. If I had more data, I could right. understand this love thing. I could understand this God thing, but you won't. You They're know? trapped in that left brain trying to calculate it, right? Exactly. You know? And I think yeah. that's part of like why we're getting pushed into like that whole, all of that stuff, social credit, all that different shit, you know, yeah. and like is, is because they, you know, they're, they're trying to understand something they can't, you know, and ultimately, like, it's because they want, they want to control us all, you know, I think for them, like, the, like, realistically, they know, like, that they're vastly outnumbered by, by us, you know, so they're not going to pull the trigger until they know it's a sure thing, you know, and, and that's, that's where I feel like, you know, we're experiencing the death by a thousand cuts at this point, you know, mm. because, um, like Screwtape put it actually, it was like really great, you know, is that he was like, you know, we wouldn't fill the halls of hell if everyone was a murderer, you know, like, because if people suddenly started becoming murderers, like people like would notice that there was some demonic involvement or that shit was like going on or something. Or if they suddenly had this urge to do something that was so outside their character, like they would fucking know, like really they're like how you get people into hell is by like a million little things that slowly just kind of like nudge them off the path, nudge them off the path, you know? And that's essentially how, you know, they're like, we would rather have, you know, our halls filled with like, um, like a million, like, like half as good sinners, you know, as spending the effort of trying to make everyone literal psychopaths, like, you know, and then have like a quarter of the amount of like souls to deal with essentially like that, that was there. So essentially that's kind of how I view it, you know, is that the, all, everything has been trying to push people into either not fighting back against their psychopathic agenda or, being on board with it essentially. So either being in a position where they feel like they're completely helpless and I don't, I don't know what to think and I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to sit back and just let you guys decide or they want <laughs> trust people... the science or whatever. Yeah. I trust the science. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? I don't have to do any research. You know, yeah. I just like, you know, I was like, I was like, how is it that I knew like the shit that fucking, that the t New York Times was going to say about the fucking PCR like revolutions and everything six months before they did. I'm like, because I'm some fucking fantastic researcher. It's like, no, I can take two seconds to learn about what a PCR test is. And I'm like, this stuff yeah. is not like All hard. we got to do like, is just look. Like all the information is there, but nobody looks. They're just like passive. It was one of my was one of my best years because like I early on realized that there like wasn't quite as much you know how much propaganda there was you know and it was just like okay cool well I guess like we're gonna travel a lot of places and it's gonna be empty. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the all the order <laughs> followers were like locked up in their house with a mask on and like we can yeah. go enjoy the world. Right. <laughs> I know. I love smiling at people. I was like, I don't know what you look like behind there, but here's a smile. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I worked at a gas. This is a little thing about the smile. Like I worked at a gas station for a little bit and they like I would see the products on the shelf. And during the real lockdown of the masks, uh, they were selling Lay's potato chips with a smile on each bag from like the nose down smiling face. And it was like, Whoa, the only place you see a smile is there on the shelf and it's Lay's and you're I like, Oh, I want that. that. Like, you know, but I mean, it's just like, because we crave it. Like we oh, miss yeah, smiles that, and then they make that. us grab the bag because of that. Like it's so subconscious. It's like really. Yeah. No, that, that whole event was, I'm pretty sure like a programming event more totally. so for the youth. You know, that's what most people don't right. pay attention.
do is like they have to pay attention to like how hard it was on everyone you know it's like yeah but if you were a, a developing kid at that time you know like your worldview is totally fucking crazy you know what i mean yeah. like so and it like, took like or, like the first event with 9-11 then they waited 20 years and then their kids they're attacking with this next level yeah so like you said they're nudging nudging you know, um, yeah, it's kind like, of it's gonna create essentially like so. For me, most of my programming was about creating the worldview that like that my abusers have inside of me, so that I it was normal to obey. It's like if you if you have only like a certain worldview, like you're going growing up in a cult, you know, like doing anything else feels abnormal, you know. So that's that's really what I think you know is has has been going on you know is them trying to groom people into either sitting back and like not fighting it or like like we're saying is i think that there's been a lot of like inversion of like the hero's journey and stuff and like in the media and different stuff from like from uh, the past decade essentially we're or longer horrifying villains you know well i i feel like that's really why i noticed the shift is it started going from uh, like purely good heroes and bad guys to essentially their the lines now are blurred. You know, your right. heroes are gritty and real. You know, you had Daredevil, mm-hmm. all those people that are like alcoholics and all this other right. shit. You know, but or like a hero. And then you have all your bad guys nowadays that are like, oh, but I can empathize with them because look at their backstory. You know what I mean? So it makes right. it, it in people's heads, especially kids, it makes it like a viable option to like to be like, well, a criminal is is just equal to a fucking hero. You know, right. like, and that's where we. We've, that's what we've gotten into very intentionally, you know, or like getting kids to. You mentioned the Joker earlier. Themselves, you know, you mentioned the yeah. Joker earlier, and that's a big. Our architect is very big. Yeah, exactly. Right. In the past, you know, this whole, I, I don't like the whole simulation theory shit because I, or the multiverse shit, or all of that stuff because to me it really does it it. Um, Solipsism. It really, it reinforces this idea that all of the psychopaths have that you know nothing really matters ultimately and right. things are stupid and just like whatever you know and nihilism like, yeah, why, why this is a video game so why not go fucking run around and kill everyone you know it doesn't right. really matter anyway you know what i mean it's like even if this was a video game like i can't do that like i more like morally like it doesn't make me it doesn't make me feel good so like right. how about i just don't you know like right um, but there are some ddnos people like james holmes that dressed up like the joker and went and was there at that shooting at the uh i don't know if it's the one they were shooting or who opened the doors but he was there sitting in his car waiting to get arrested at the end like he was programmed to do so Mm -hmm. right right. just like sirhan sirhan and just like the guy who killed lennon uh you know the these people they're like the clown that everybody looks at while the real murderer does the business. And then, you know, so like these, there was a, there was a guy in Japan that dressed up like the Joker and stabbed a bunch of people on the train. And then he mm-hmm. like sat down and smoked a cigarette and like waited yeah. for them to arrest him. Yeah. Like they, so these people and like the black awakening book describes like Rust Isdar was tracking this uh, German cult, uh, cult of the black flame, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, they, the, the altars or the demons or whatever would like yell at him and like, in a, you know, he'd have him in a police interrogation room and like, he'd be asking him about like, what's going to happen. And they're like saying that, um, <clears throat> you know, like they're, uh, 
basically they they say like you guys uh you don't even get it like we're we own the world already and uh you know uh and i kind of described to you about how like they're going to create the chaos to mm-hmm. invite the antichrist basically to, to bring peace to the world again uh and that person would unite the world uh, and then after that would be one world order right is that do you agree with that whole sentiment uh yeah yeah i i mean i would say that with my stuff it was never discussed on who the ruling structure was going to be basically Mm -hmm. you know but you were just going to be following orders or something like that yeah but but it was made very clear to me you know that essentially that that was the agenda that the one world government was the agenda you know so when we're talking about like the the wolf part now for the most part you know and then like a like an assassin type hunter tracker yeah so um so essentially there was you know and there's there's other parts too that were involved with that that would have been a different phases of the um of the right uh take different like like after this happens you'll be you'll do this job and after that part of the phase you'll do the next job that you're programmed for right yeah so for the hunter tracker stuff it was essentially that um that there was going to be there was just going to be a time and that's where it wasn't told to me what was going to happen it was just told me that there was going to be a time that there was a lot of refugees essentially you know um so refugee like people running away from their country across borders like we have now or people people running away from essentially like this how they was described to me at least you know is that people were going to be essentially running trying away from the cities away from the cities run into essentially like the wilderness and i don't know what they would have been running from because that's what i was saying that wasn't really discussed with me it was just discussed that they were going to take over and that when they did that there was going to be a lot of people that didn't that that didn't want to cooperate basically so once that that was the phase that like that essentially i was going to be you know i and the other so i was trained with like two other boys like at the same time during like like when i was going through training um at the the dog kennel that i had talked about you know and they were also in like at the human hunting event and everything it was always the three of us being trained together essentially they had their own handlers and everything um i was we were trained to be like um put to though to be seen as like a team though you know like that and essentially the understanding was that you know that i was the leader of the team because my handler was like the most you know senior you know he was was sergeant major of the army and everything so he was considered like the leader so therefore i was the leader of the pack basically but most of like my training was to be completely alone essentially you know so not necessarily to be leading others you know but to be by myself that's a lot of like why they chose slaves like me and was what they told me you know was that that you know i don't know how to describe it is that i was going to be granted freedom you know, to not be just like in chains constantly because like, because I was trained well enough, you know, so I demonstrated my loyalty essentially. And I had demonstrated my like worth to them. So a lot of like my stuff was about like problem solving or different things like that, like to where um, they like with, with me and the other pack mates, it's like, there was an understanding that you were chosen for your position because you could just be told a directive 
and then figure it out on your own rather than having told all of the steps in between, you know? So for me, um, the hunter tracker stuff was really about like, like, and, and my, my gut, if I had to guess, you know, would be that, you know, it's probably going to be like a post-World War, like, three kind of thing or like invasion kind of thing you know like my, my bets are on china <laughs> personally right. you know that is going to be it's going to be like an invading force everyone's going to be fleeing because of but really they're going to be working hand in hand with the u.s military you know right. so um to to or at least the nwo loyal one to fucking bring right. everyone you know under their heel so i think about it like continuation of government like the 10 governors groups that like obama was trying to form uh, so that after they, if there's some sort of event, they can just lock down with martial law yeah. and have our own government do it. I wasn't even well, thinking about what, China. That <laughs> is what they had, you know. So right. essentially, that's the other role I talked about that was after this hunter tracker phase, basically. Like once oh. all the refugees had been found, like I had essentially a, a role of like of a dark queen. But that's not that's essentially when I say queen, I don't necessarily mean that it's like really high up in the hierarchy because it was kind of described that there was going to be a lot of small territories all over the world basically and that each small territory had its king and a queen basically that like yeah. that ruled that area and then would would report essentially to you know wow. to the hierarchy so my one of my roles that had been built off of those um violent parts you know um were essentially you know more of like like we said like Ghislaine type things like parts that were like seen as like you know they would have been a queen you know to where we would have been helping our second or we would have been second in command to the king essentially just his slave you know like <laughs> basically to, right. to essentially be you know help him like like rule essentially the area and you know help get him victims for like his sexual pleasures and fucking just do all do all the stuff you know just essentially to um to um yeah to essentially rule the area with an iron fist for the for the nwo basically but even that like i've told people it's like they don't like they had communicated to me that, you know, I was, that was supposed to be my role probably from like my like late twenties up until 35 or so. And then I would be sacrificed like in a ritual, basically, you know, like after having like bred some for the cult and shit like that. So did they tell you that you were going to be sacrificed? Was that, or. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they did for sure. Cause that was part of like what, like, but also for that part, you have to understand, like they felt like it was like an honor you know, like, like, like Midsommar, like at the end when they, when they jump off the cliff and they're like happy. To yeah. Yeah. Cool. You're so programmed. Exactly. That part of you. I mean, I don't know how to describe it. It's like yourself dying is like way less traumatizing than the amount of shit I've seen as far as like had to participate in like babies dying or different shit like that. So like right. on a certain level, you know, it's like by comparison, it's yeah. like for a lot of people that's a mind fuck, but by comparison, it's like, you know, it's like it it wasn't, wow. you know, internally never didn't, you know, death had always felt like on a certain level, like a fucking escape or something, you know, for me because of the right. shit that I went through. Um, and so for me, yeah, it's like it was just like, you know, 35, you know, is gonna be like my job done and I'm gonna be an honor to be a sacrifice in a ritual, you know, at that point, you know, to, to, um, you know, and then there'll be, you know, some new young queen to take my place basically, right. <laughs> you know? Um, 
So when it comes to the hunter tracker stuff, though, that was the phase before it, you know. So essentially, right. and that's I why that's where you had the you had like the physical here, training, right? Yeah, because if we do ever get to this point, if anyone listens to this podcast and you're out in the woods and you see some lone female stumbling towards you, you know, like <laughs> maybe don't just take it for face value. So that's like the main right. Thing. Kind of like in the like uh, the movie there, uh, um, the Book of Eli, where there's like a, a woman with a broken wheel on her cart, and she's like, "Oh," and like, uh, and there's a bunch of dudes hiding, waiting, and like, oh. uh, you know, yeah. it was a trap. So, so, so it's like, yeah. I'm sorry to bring movies, and mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but no, no, no. <laughs> I, I I don't think I've seen. I think I might Book of Eli is like, uh, but, it's pretty, but yeah, it's pretty I mean, good. they they put like all this shit you know in so many movies it's yeah crazy. well it's how not, about how about from your experience movies. instead of movies i'm sorry i did that. yeah but no no like, so fine. what like you um, would be so, a wounded bird basically yeah so my so my instructions were like and there is they even instruct to like different parts that come out essentially to play the different roles in the different areas so essentially like i would be at my home base essentially and like that's just like where you know you see is like your your home you know it's like if you you have to picture the mentality of like a dog or something you know what i mean and like this feeling of loyalty to your masters and it's your territory and everything you know um so you know almost like a like a uh herding dog or something like that you know like that's just like oh go out and take care of the sheep and it's like all right i'll go do that shit (laughs) you know like we're gonna go nip at some heels or something but it's way more fucked up so basically, you know, for me, it was that um, they they would give me intelligence as far as a direction to go look, essentially, you know, like like an area. And that at that point, I was just supposed to get dropped off in the woods and just go live in the woods, basically just like looking around, like intentionally allowing myself to get dirty and disheveled looking and stuff like that so that when i encountered a group of refugees i looked like you know um someone not threatening at all basically you know so the plus you're female like that's huge for that role like and the sex parts are going to have a huge part to do to do with it too you know for for my particular training you know so essentially you know the the training is this is that if when i'm out when i'm out in the woods if I encounter a group of adults of three or less, then I, I don't let my presence be known. I wait until they are asleep. And then I use a knife essentially to, to, dispatch, to dispatch them essentially. And if they have any kids with them, then I'm supposed to take those kids with me back to essentially the base. Um, to, to be abused like you've been and all the other yeah ways. yeah I, my 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 hunch is that it's like some orphan train shit too is that you would essentially be you know oh, they to, sell the kids like into literally you you've like they're termed to us as like non-cooperatives you know like the the um people that are running away or not people that are running away they've they're adults they've already proved that they're useless to the cult you know what i mean right. except for maybe in like a work camp or something but like i don't like that was never maybe the kids can be programmed for the use of the cult yeah yeah exactly the kids are are something that can still be programmed essentially to be you know to be part of the doc the new doctrine the new world you know that's being created so then essentially you know if there was three or more people then what i had to do was essentially wait to approach them until i had like gained a little bit of intelligence 
like on like the dynamics of the group if I could, you know, but if not, it wasn't a big deal. The main thing was that I was supposed to injure myself, you know, um, like, you know, intentionally, basically, so that I could, you know, stumble into the refugee camp and not be seen as a threat, essentially. And I like, there would be at that point, the it would be the, you know, the kind of the cult altar fronting. So the person that's, you know, like kind of sweet and clever, a little ditzy, just like, just seems like not, you know, not a big threat at all. You know what right. I mean? You like you're like, lost and like, oh, help. Yeah, yeah, ex exactly. You know, mm -hmm. so grateful to have found them and yada, yada. But because of, so, but then at that point, then that's where it was supposed to diverge depending on the group, essentially, is that I was supposed to be like, you're supposed to be like a spy, essentially, you know, so like, that's the front persona, but the whole time, like the wolf persona, and then like, the violent sexual altar are also present for that whole um, scenario, essentially, to figure out like, you know, at what point we can, you know, successfully dispatch all the adults and all of the preteens and teens, if they show like, we're supposed to assess kind of like the preteens to decide which category they're going to fall into essentially if they fall into the adult category then we were supposed to you know we we're supposed to kill them or murder them you know and then uh same thing take take the kids but essentially it would be like you know assessing the situation like if it was a situation where i could rise through the ranks of the group through sex basically then that's the altar that would come out you know huh. is that you would you would find the the if the person that was the leader seemed seducible like then that's like that's the route that we would go because that's always the most powerful one wow. not to say you know um but so that's you know, why you're so useful to them being female and having the murder training like the with the you know you can use the knife all this yeah. Like you're the perfect weapon for them uh, in this yeah, situation. Yeah. I'm like five two, you know. It's like I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get anyone in hand to hand combat. But that's not what I was trained for, you know. Well, like, a knife will. I mean, you can kill a three hundred and fifty pound dude with a knife, no problem. Oh, yeah. Like if you know how to do that. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and all the training about killing was supposed to do it while they're asleep. So it's about dispatching right. people very, very quickly and quietly, you know. And then, you know, and just being done with it, you know, like, as, right. as you know, and that's it. It was all very, like, practical the way things were, like, put to me, you know, because I'm dealing with psychopaths. They don't have no emotion, you know, so and that's right. who, was, who was training me. So, um, yeah, so basically it would be either through sex, I would gain, like, some uh, trust, you know, in the group and status uh, or it would be. Through and value to the group. Like, they would like to keep you there because yeah. you're giving them well, things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was the other. So the other one was essentially like my more, I don't know how to, how to describe it. It's like the more problem solving, like engineer brain side of me, essentially that like, that if that the sex wasn't the route that I could do that, then I was essentially supposed to make myself insanely useful to them, oh. you know? It's kind of like how COINTELPRO works, like, you know, right. so that's why like FBI is able to move through the ranks of these organizations so fast is because they they're not normal people. They have so much training and so all this different shit, you know, so it's the same for me is like that I would go there and I would start making life a lot easier for them, you know, so it, whether it had to do with like cooking type things or had to do with like 
um, first aid kind of things, you know, or like even like it sounds stupid, but it's like if you've seen like alone, like even be able to like invent invent like stupid like you know um, comfort <laughs> kind of style things, you know, like MacGyver shit, you know, type of stuff. Like right. all that kind of crap is like it's just what what I was good at, and then also like what they intentionally like kind of like you know um, I don't know, like they intentionally kind of like you know sharpen that you know that aspect of you it's part of why i've been able to heal though like i have is because it's it's my ability to like break down things into concepts and different shit that's like really allowed me to understand my own system and like you know like all the shit that i went through you know my ability to like research and like learn and crap like that like it's really like all that stuff that they chose me for you know is really the reason that i've been able to to get to this point where i'm at today right. you know so it's nice for it not to be, you know, being used against me anymore. Um, but yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so for you. your will, you own yeah. that. You yeah, own yourself. So, it's beautiful, yeah. Aw, thank you. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, its, own, it's its own gift, you know, so, right. um, and its own reward. So, um, but yeah, so essentially, you know, at, at that point, be really useful to the group, you know, and the goal is that, you know, at that point, if it's a bigger group, I have to do a lot more like logistics planning and stuff like that. I have to figure out how far away I am from the base. I have mm. to get together, figure out how to get together supplies so that I can Do you have kids. to connect with the other two in your pack? No, they all, help of this, you? all of this was a hundred percent like just for me solo, you know. So I I, so the whole point is that you want to get rid of all the adults and all of the teens or preteens that would fight because you're you're intentionally using the older kids to like to carry and help take care of the younger kids essentially so i would oh need for when you bring them back to yeah, yeah exactly exactly that's the plan you know is essentially that you know i would only be keeping around the kids that i myself could control essentially you know because and then we would all be trooping back you know to the to the to the home base essentially <clears throat> and, but they would have know, to trust you after all of your performances like and I mean, yeah, or, well, like, so, or you so could threaten them with a knife. They wake <laughs> up and like all the fucking adults are dead and everything like that, like to be a kid and like have that level of trauma. And then you have one person that's been like a trusted person in the group that just is like, oh my God, I was on watch. What happened? Come on, guys. Like, let's Good go. Good job on watch. You know what I mean? Or so who knows? Like, but right, still, yeah. yeah. And stuff. They're not going to, they don't analyze it. You know, it's like, of and course. And you're, and you're, and you're an adult. To, exactly like, they're, and they, they're uh, not, yeah you're not gonna have like a you. yeah you're not gonna have like a seven-year-old be like tell me the truth <laughs> you know what i mean right. they're just gonna be like i am a seven-year-old in the middle of the woods now like right. my mom and dad are dead like <laughs> you know right. like it's gonna and be that trauma is gonna keep them dissociative and obedient yes right? yes exactly so so i'm so all of this is like you can see how like carefully constructed this scenario right. is basically you know so essentially you know like i would just bring the kids back to base that's where that that's where that kind of ends essentially you know right. with, with that kind of thing you and know? then they bring you out and do it again it's just what they mm -hmm. you know i see yeah yeah it's essentially just that's that's the thing you know i think did they tell the, you anything about okay go ahead i'm sorry for, it, it was only if there were large groups that we were going to be teamed up or something like that. Like if they specifically knew like where a very large group was, then they might team, they might, they might team us up for that reason, you know, but to do the exact same thing, you know? Right. 
to gain the trust and you yeah yeah to, get to, be, to just look like three individuals that were just like fucking you know just just also refugees and like fucking happened to stumble on this camp and you know welcome us in and we'll f- help everyone out and then the same scenario basically right. you know so yeah so so the the queen stuff that we had talked about that was Please, essentially, yeah. that was post all of this stuff so that was like right. those that's like, when they graduate you to the next level like you did so good yeah. here now you get this reward where you get to wear like yeah you, you get you know, have the TV, authority you know? like you're having to like do a lot of fucked up shit and still getting tortured a lot you know but you get to live in luxury i guess you know right. like but that's it yeah. you know like it's like, not like the um, Hollywood, what they say, like, you know, you can be... No, uh, you know, but you've yeah. been convinced the whole time. So, like, from, like, you know, three, four years old, it's, like, it was very ingrained in me when you're creating a slave like this that there's a hierarchy of slaves, you know? So it's, like, ingrained in you, like, from a very young age that it's, like, well, this job sucks, but it could be way worse, you know? And, <laughs> like, that's, like, that's, like, why, like, I, circling back to the achievement stuff and all that kind of stuff. Like, I can't imagine always- it could be worse right now. <laughs> Well, yeah, to see people like burned alive and skinned, and right? Stuff, like, all, but I mean, like, yeah, you're seeing it. It's worse to be the. Yeah, I guess you're right, right, right. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I'm thinking, so, how could it be worse than what you had to? Like... Yeah, well, and you have to also understand is like when you're dealing with the parts, they don't they don't have consciousness of the or logic trauma. Right. You know, they don't have consciousness of everything you went through. You know, oh, they only right, have consciousness right. of their particular trauma. You know, so right. like you know, when you create an abuser alter, they're very intentionally have parts that their emotions and stuff are dissociated and pain and stuff are dissociated into. So them even being able to believe that their abusers are that bad is difficult because they're like. Like Stockholm they, syndrome. They've been very yeah, they've been yeah. Stockholm syndromed into believing them. And then also like like literally like the memories of pain, torture, all of that stuff is in the subconscious, you know. So you right. you your life is pretty oh like maybe a little bad here and there but it's like but primarily like you're the right. queen or primarily you're like the wolf you know the wolf part of me had no knowledge that there was going to be a queen eventually you know the wolf part of me was just doing what it was doing because it knew that like like there could be a way worse kennel that we could be in basically yeah. you know and that was it you know that it was wow. like for that part you know that part believe they're a fucking dog they don't even believe themselves to be equal to a human like to be you know like they see themselves in their own head in my own head you know hierarchy wise that there's you know your master here and you're here like the thought wow. of like you know it'd be like your dog like deciding that he was gonna you know drive around the car and pay the house bills or something <laughs> like that you know it's like no like yeah that point your 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 mind your mindset is 100 percent that so you're like right. i i rely on this person for my food and my shelter you know and like and they give me you know all the good pets and self-esteem and all that shit you know what i mean and and different shit like that so it's like and, right. and then like the I way said, they also, break an animal is possible to break a human the same way oh yeah and, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, that's that's a hundred percent the case, you know. So, so that's like pretty much the like at least the the bulk of the NWO stuff that that I. Well, that's said. that's that's <laughs> very informative. Yeah, yeah because I mean, maybe a lot of us, especially the anarchist listeners who are already homesteading, 
Yes. And there's, oh, yeah. you know. I don't believe if I had fucking ended up out in those mountains of fucking some chicks stumbled into camp or dude or whatever. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I'm like, right. fucking, let me make sure you don't have any fucking weapons on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Strip down now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, because you got to keep your people, you got to, you got to protect the loved ones, you know, and like. Well, yeah. And everybody wants to help because they prey upon our humanity like we everybody wants to help a stranger you know like i give money to homeless people like i you know i want to help my friends and and it's just natural it's yeah. like and they see it as a weakness yeah. they use it against like, us oh this is something we can take advantage of <laughs> totally and like they just like any you know like your sexual uh they they're using like most men, uh, like especially in a refugee situation that are like dirty in the woods for months, you know, yeah. away, haven't seen a woman or whatever. Exactly. Like it, that, that type of like, it's a primal urge and the Satanists are like hijacking that yeah. and inputting a, a, an assassin. Like, From what I said, it's why, it's why... I was always communicated with that I was like quote unquote special, but that any that they that seeking female slaves that were that were um, potentially you know sociopathic or something is like their like cream of their crop for sure for that for right. that reason you know like and it's why most slaves are are women you know like it's like they we vastly outnumber men you know when it comes to slaves you know and that's a lot of that is because you know i think the controllability but it's also like you're gonna have an additional well, aspect that an additional asset basically another valuable you know, thing another that, valuable yeah. thing when it comes to the sex that you know when you're primarily targeting men you know there's all there are female psychopaths like we said but you know but primarily in their ranks and everything you know it's it's a bunch of dudes you know and like so right. you know they want black males they want all this different stuff you know like they're um you know and, and you will have gay people and stuff like that too you know but it's gonna be a lot easier a lot of times you know and for guys to be like have their guard down you know right. just manipulated with, like, completely with, like, like, like myself know? when i was 20 years old i went to jail because i was like dealing with a cop who looked good in tight jeans she's like all <laughs> ditzy and fun and like oh she wants uh -huh. to oh and then like when i was arrested in the room and they you know she like walks in with a badge around her neck i was like uh... and like i you know totally went to jail for selling course. weed like you know but but that's the you know that that's how they get you. They the cops use the same plan, the and the cops work for the same cult. Basically, you know, um, it's it's really interesting to like learn this and to like to to understand how how their plans are, how their minds work. I really um, I know that we we only have a couple hours. We have had a couple <laughs> hours, and like um, I really want to know more about their mind and like what you see as their affliction i really love that you spoke about the spiritual yeah that because that is huge and I think um, it hits the tipping point i think it's not i think it doesn't like that the demonic kind of stuff you know that we're talking about the negative entity type things you know it really it really it i don't it just hits that point in that person's like head you know where they've you know i i do think it's conscious cho choice of consciously chose right. you know, 
to, to essentially shut off their empathy. And at that point, you know, they're, they're willing, you know, and open to that. And I would even argue that I, I kind of feel like I know that from having the parts that were trained to be that way, you know, that, you know, once they were integrated to the part, their pain holder parts and stuff like that, they weren't even a little bit like that, you know, empathy was, was all there, you know, but like, it's like they, but having, you know, before healing, you know, having had those, you know, essentially those voices, those parts in my head and everything, you know, it, it was like a total, a total mind fuck, you know, because it felt like I did have the voice of someone like that, you know, in my head, in addition to like my very, you know, true genuine self, you know, and even though I wouldn't like I had never in adulthood acted on any of that, any of that kind of stuff, you know, like if it was like, um, and for the most part, it wasn't even like, like things to act on. It was more like internal messages that I was evil or just like, you know, it's like almost like we internally, our parts internally torture us, you know, the other parts. It's yes. like, it's like our perpetuating the child abuse on the inside, basically. Yes. That's, that's kind of like what's, what's happening. So, so from like understanding the way that part worked before they healed, you know, the slave driver part, for example, it, it gives you a lot of insight into understanding how they can think about things because it's like, it, it really is like, you know, turning yourself into, you know, a computer or something like that. And just, and just seeing things as zeros and ones, you know, and not, not seeing this, like the spiritual significance, you know, the meaning behind life and everything like that. It's like, to them, it's like, everything's an equation, you know, like everything's in a fucking equation. That's why I said the AI is just there to, they're trying to figure us out. Like we're a fucking equation. Like God is right. like some that they can get to at the end so that they can figure out how to defeat it. Finally. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it's, it's not, it's not going to happen, you know, but that's also why I think a lot of these, these psychopaths, you know, um, have these positions of power and, and charity and all this different stuff. Cause I think that even in their own heads, they're like, well, if I do enough, like it's both a cover for the bad shit they do, but I think also that they do literally from, from my dad, for example, like someone who goes to church every Sunday, you know, and, and everything that it's like, and does certain things for a charity or, or other stuff. Just head, like Jimmy Savile. But go yeah, ahead. in his head, it's like, it's not just so he can have a cover where people assume that he's a nice guy, but I think in his head, the way he describes it, it's literally like, well, I do this many bad things and I do this many good things. And it's just like, it's just what, like, as long as they even out, we're, I'm right. good. You know, I don't right. like, and it's like, no, like once you fuck a child, you negate any good thing you have done in your life. I don't care right. how much fucking good you've done. Like if you couldn't do it without fucking harming an innocent person, then right. it's not worth it, you know? Right. And that's like, that's what they can't understand, you know? And that's, but that's also why I'm really confident that we are making progress, you know? Cause I feel like the understanding of people like you or just survivors of what they went through like despite the program being more intense i see more and more survivors waking up you know i see i see more and more people you know becoming aware of this thing you know yes. and and that has totally changed over the past decade you know so i'm you know i you know likelihood that the internet is going to get shut off or we're going to go through some crazy shit you know before the end is very very high i want people to know this like because the as much as i'm like don't give them too much power like 
when you understand a psychopath, you understand that they will fucking burn down the whole world if they know that they're fucking about to get caught, you know? Like, ideally, our best case scenario is that we start catching them enough to where they'll they'll cannibalize themselves first. So essentially, (laughs) they'll, like, that's my best case scenario is that, you know, we start calling them out enough and they haven't been able to pull the trigger on this, like this big thing, basically. And what's going to happen then most likely is that they'll start turning on each other, trying to essentially throw each other to the masses, hoping that it's going to create that cover or that good deed. That's going to essentially hide them from what they did, you know? And I think you'll see that in like the Royal family and shit like that to a degree, you know, it's like the, the degree to which like once the old guard is gone, you know, the new guard is like there, you're still dealing, selfish psychopaths and i don't think that there is like you know as unified you know essentially anymore Um, right yeah because like they they agreed they to work together for this plan but then if the plan doesn't work they're going to try to find some other way and they all have blackmail yeah it's either going to be like 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 a fucking nuke situation (laughs) you know like i said it's either going to be something like where they really just go like fuck it we're gonna nuke everyone and just go live in our bunkers you know what i mean or that's ideally not what's gonna happen or it's gonna be that's gonna be the suicide option for them you know if they really understand that their gigs up that's always a possibility so wow just be aware of that you know but you know the alternative you know is that you know like i said if if we we're already seeing it in my opinion you know it's going to be this like this infighting basically between them you know once they realize that there's nowhere to hide that that the that the connections that they've that have maintained their control across all sectors of society once those start getting start shaking you know like i think you will start seeing them throwing each other under the bus to try and save themselves essentially and that's like that's the day i'm like i'm just like dreaming about you know what i mean yeah (laughs) well i mean they you know they they kind of do already like they'll like they'll throw uh like um you know, Cosby or, or Epstein, yeah. right? And like, you know, oh, he's bad, or like, he's doing it, but they know, they're noticing that it's not really working. It's not really working. Exactly. Epstein, they, it's like they don't understand their psychopaths. They they're gonna follow the same playbook essentially because they're not creative until until it's forced for them to change. I think You're I right. have to kick off though. Okay, well, thank you so much. Though. Me too. And I thank you very much for being here uh, and spending this time. And I hope everybody visits Desert Dakini on yep. YouTube. More and, videos to come. Beautiful. And uh, I will keep in touch with you. Uh, hopefully we will have another one of these uh, as soon as possible. Thank I'd you. love to be on again. You have Wonderful. a great one, Sean. Thank you. You too, Carrie. Thank you. Bye-bye. And all you listeners, thank you again. We'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you for being here.